0: and now you don't like me anymore and you're gonna be mad at me for the rest of our lives.
1: This is gonna be a deal breaker. This is something you can't recover from and it's going to ruin our marriage.
0: Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, How to Respond Graciously to Your Spouse's Mistakes. One hit wonder, baby.
1: (laughs) First take, as always. (laughs) You are a master. I can't wait to see you get better and better. Thank you. Okay, here we go. How you doing, honey?
0: Oh, I'm tired. You're tired. It's been a day, hasn't it? It has. It has definitely been a day.
1: You want to tell me what happened? Or do you want me to sum it up as a major, major meltdown?
0: Um, Yeah, it was a pretty major meltdown for sure. I mean, meltdown, it was, the, I was hyperventilating and I thought I was going to throw yeah, up.
1: Yeah. Hyperventilating. You started to not see you had to sit down on the couch so you didn't fall over because you were super panicked because you were afraid you made a mistake.
0: Oh my word, a huge mistake. Why well not? it doesn't seem so huge now, but
1: it started with you coming in asking me the question, have you seen our passports? And we keep did our I, pa- did and, I actually ask yeah, you that? And we keep our passports and our vaccination cards all, all together. Yep. In our little
0: travel file. Yep. Well, there's two places, in our travel file or in the drawer right above the travel file.
1: And my answer is no, I haven't seen it. Why? Can you not find them? And your answer was no. And you had that look on your face. It's not just the, hey, I'm, I'm put out because I can't find something that I've lost. It was your eyes were big. You were, um, how do I describe it? Panic. Yes. It wasn't panic.
0: Pa- yes, panic. It was hugely panic.
1: And you couldn't find our passports. I don't even know why you needed them yet. It doesn't matter. But. Within one minute, you came up with a theory as to where the passports went.
0: Yes. Well, yes, because I had looked in the two places that I keep them. Yep. And then I looked in all the places that I would, if I was going to take something out of my purse yep. after our cruise, and yep. I re- I do remember taking them out of sure. our purse and, and not put them away. I'm not very good about putting things in places, but... The passports, absolutely. Those always, always, always go where they belong. And I looked in all the places that they don't go and don't belong, and they weren't there either. And I had in my mind, it was a blank slate, a black chalkboard with nothing on it except for remembering taking them out of my purse, going, ah, oh, I don't have to have these anymore yep. in my purse.
1: And you came up with the most workable theory in that moment, which, which was?
0: Which was prior to, in between our cruises yep. last year, I thought I was going to try something new. So I from Amazon, I ordered... Uh, passport holders that have a vaccine card holder as well yep. and i thought and i ordered two different colors so it'd make it super easy for paul and i to be able to distinguish distinguish whose was whose yeah. and when they came in the mail they were twice as big as i expected yeah. them to be
1: just not what we wanted they no did, they didn't work good no out. So, and, and you had test fitted so many times you yes passports in and out trying to make sure okay do we like them do we not like them yep
0: And uh, I decided that I wasn't going to use them and um, send them back.
1: Yep. So you packed them up and you sent them away to Amazon.
0: I did. I didn't send them right away. So, and I sent them with several other things. And that was a month, over a month ago, or a month ago, somewhere in there. Yep. And all of a sudden, I had this horrible, horrible thought that I had actually not taken the passports out. Yeah. Because I don't. Because up. I didn't check them before I yeah, sent them, so I, yeah. I don't have recollection of checking them before I mailed them off. Yeah. That I hadn't put our passport, taken our passports and vaccine cards out.
1: So you packed them up and you mailed them. Mailed off them to
0: Amazon, Amazon and which is
1: never to be seen again
0: yeah and that's when i really started to melt down
1: that's when you you're hyperventilating you can't even cry it was Uh -uh. so terror
0: it was awful and and the worst part was the whole time i can't control how my body's responding But I want to control it because I don't want you to know that this is such a big deal because I don't want you to be mad at me because I lost our passports.
1: Talk to me about that real fast. You are afraid that I'm going to be mad at you. Yeah. That somehow you're going to be punished.
0: Or be in big, big wads of trouble. Yeah.
1: That I'm going to be mad at you. Why are you afraid of me being mad at you?
0: Well, because when I'm in that state, then it feels like you don't like me anymore. It's not just that you're mad at me. That Logically, and when I'm in my normal mind, my normal brain, I know if you're mad at me, it's not the end of the world. But when I am in a heightened state of emotions, if you get mad at me, that is just the worst thing that could ever happen because it's like I already feel horrible And now to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And now you don't like me anymore and you're gonna be mad at me for the rest of our lives.
1: Yeah. This is gonna be a deal breaker. Right. This is something you can't recover from. Right. And it's gonna ruin our marriage.
0: Yes. And 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 as much as we've worked on this, it is still part of my psyche.
1: And that's why we are talking about some of this today, because you are not the only one. And it's not just a, a female issue. It's a history issue. It's a story issue. It is uh, men and women can have the same fear right. and end up in that same state of terror and, and um, their body shuts down because they're afraid they're going to get in trouble in some way. And it can contribute to some pretty significant conflict within marriages. Right. Because I was up front and told you, you mailed our passports to Amazon.
0: Yes. And I the, am
1: mad at you. That's a problem. That's a big problem. I don't
0: remember if you said you were mad or not. You may have, you may not have. I don't know, but I could feel it. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm in this crazy state. I'm not even thinking that I'm in a crazy state. All I know is I can't be where I'm at and have you mad at me, too.
1: So this is this is the dance that happens in, in relationships when one person is in a heightened emotional state and then the other person becomes in a heightened emotional state. You're freaked out because you've done something wrong. I am reactive because I am now frustrated and angry at you and we have two heightened, emotionally heightened people who are now ready to bounce off of each other right. and that's when the fireworks happen. That's when the m- most amount of conflict and tension in relationships show up and it requires Somebody to be able to get their brain into a level-headed, problem-solving mode, rather than a reactive, emotionally right. dictated mode by their sure. survival brain, to figure out how to get out of this and how to provide comfort for the other person.
0: Right. Well, and and in a situation like that, it would be very easy for for the for you. We'll just yep. say for you okay. to come back at me and start making accusations yep. and blaming me and and just laying into me yeah. for losing something yeah. or doing something. How, Irresponsible. Could you, irres- yes, exactly. Yeah. And that doesn't help the situation at all. And Not I think that's, you, you don't do that, but I think that that's what I worry will happen. Right. And, but... Yeah. We've had a lot of practice, so I would guess that in other marriages that that is what does happen.
1: Yes. I know it's what happens because it's what keeps me employed as a couples counselor. I see it happen over and over. And being able to identify your own state and regulate your own emotional state is an essential skill to having a secure marriage. It's a skill that requires maturity and growth.
0: Right. It's
1: a skill that is developed. Because as kids, we aren't actually very good at that. Most no. kids don't regulate well. They aren't emotionally balanced. They lose their doll and they start screaming. They want a cookie, they start screaming. Right. They don't want to go to bed, they start screaming. Poor emotional regulation. But as we grow and as we mature, we are required, we are supposed to, if we are healthy developmentally, to be able to regulate our emotions better. And yeah, I
0: didn't. I didn't have very good <laughs> regulation today.
1: And it's hard to do when a mistake as big as mailing our passports back to Amazon <sighs> happens.
0: Right. Oh my word.
1: So in the midst of that, do you remember me? You're sitting on the couch, and I'm kind of standing up, and I'm trying to help you understand, honey. This is a pain in the butt. But everything can be fixed. I
0: do remember that. And actually, I, I remember a shift happening, what I felt coming from you. Yeah. We talked about this earlier, and I still was in a state, and I yeah. just couldn't see it. But I definitely, I when you said that to me, it was just like something in me mean, went, okay, he's not upset with me. Yeah. I mean, he's upset about it because this is frustrating, and yeah. of course, but there was something that shifted in you, and it was it. Instead of that... Um,
1: Criticalness?
0: Criti- yeah, instead of that, it felt more like, okay, compassion and understanding. There
1: you go. If one person can get to compassion and understanding, if they can be gracious, even in the midst of a headache, even in the midst of something that's going to be a pain in the butt to fix, graciousness is unbelievably effective in terms of maintaining connection between a husband and a wife when something goes sideways, when there's a big mistake that happens, when your wife crashes the car, you know, out running errands, when your husband overspends on something, when one of the kids drives the car into a bush three or four times, again, (laughs) not theoretical for us, holy cow, when all these things happen, uh, in fact, this is the conversation you and I had in the car earlier today learning how to be able to respond with graciousness. Right. After lunch, we were driving around and we pulled around the corner and we have the right-of-way and this car pulls out right in front of us and makes us, you know, hit the brakes really hard. And this lady starts waving Waving at us. Waving at us like like, it's a happy day. Yeah, crazy. (laughs) And I had the right, shall we say, to go... You idiot, you numbskull, what are you doing? You don't belong there because she was clearly in the wrong. Right. And I would like to learn how to become a more gracious husband because I can't stop accidents happening around me. I can't sure. control everybody around me and right. make them do everything right. I can't even control me doing everything right <laughs> most of the time. So why would I expect everyone else to do something right And so learning how to be grace-filled with other people's mistakes, I think, becomes one of the most blessed and amazing ways to relate to your spouse. And again, takes practice because we have to be able to regulate our emotions and not fly off the handle, even though anger is justified, frustration is justified, disappointment is justified. All those are appropriate. We always can choose our behaviors. We can't always control our feelings. Right. We can always control our behavior and how we demonstrate those things. Yep. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I demonstrate grace towards you. Do you remember the other statement I said in the midst of you and I wandering around the house trying to find these passports?
0: I was in a state. I don't you, remember you don't a whole remember lot. Much. No. Do you uh, know what but, day it is right now? <laughs> I do. It's, <laughs> it's Friday. It's my son's birthday. Okay. But if you'd asked me that earlier, it might couldn't. not have been. Yeah. You told me that I was smart, yes. and there was some other stuff after that. I don't remember what it was.
1: Yeah. You are a smart woman. You don't typically make big mistakes like this. Right. So the passports are lost. You probably didn't make this mistake of sending it back to Amazon. Right. Even though, again, your brain kicks into that. I think I might have.
0: I think my brain kicked into that because you asked me, "Did you check them before you sent them?" Oh, and like I said, black slate, nothing there. So then, of course, I'm going. Oh, I bet you I didn't, and for sure, that's where they're at. Uh, So talking about emotional regulation, I didn't have the greatest emotional regulation. Once I had enough to be able to go, okay. When was the last time I know we had our passports on our cruise at the beginning of December? I bought those passport holders prior to that. Let me go back to Amazon and see when we got our refund on those and when they actually received them. Yeah, They received them and we got our refund while we were on our cruise. So that was like, okay... Amazon does not have our passports.
1: Because we had them on a boat. Yes. When we have, Amazon had exactly, the product back. Exactly. So we were covered there.
0: Yes. However, that didn't, even that, I still felt like they were at Amazon. I just was sure that they still had to be there, even though we had verified.
1: And that's important. And, and this is why, again, little uh, brain science here, because your body, when you got into that panic state, was flooded with all sorts of neurochemicals, uh, adrenaline, and all sorts of other stuff. And it takes forty-five minutes to an hour for all those chemicals to be reabsorbed into your system. So you were still you're still running on them when you had commons. You had you had actual intelligence that says and knowledge says Amazon doesn't have them. Right. It's gonna it take you a while for your system to calm down in some some way. Right. And so where did we find them?
0: In the drawer where. I keep them.
1: Yep. They were just buried under something yep. else. I
0: had I had actually pulled out some papers looking for something for Isaac that he needed for his car or whatever. Yep. And when I put the papers back, it yep. shoved them back to the back of the drawer. Yep. And and when so, you found
1: them, how did it feel?
0: Oh, it was like huge relief, but like you said, I still had all those chemicals yep. running through my body. So even when I found them, it didn't feel real to me. Yeah. It was just like, oh, It took probably an hour and a half to shake it off, but and I still feel like, are you sure they're not? I can I go check in the drawer again and make sure they're still there. If
1: you're listening to this and you're going, that's hard, Paul. My wife makes mistakes all the time. It drives me crazy or my husband just can't seem to do something right. And I just want to shake, take him by the shoulder and shake him. And it's really difficult to be gracious, to respond with kindness and patience when someone makes an actual mistake. And I wish that I could be grace filled I want you to hear, I've been practicing this for 29 years and I still struggle with it. It is really hard not to become reactive when someone does something that frustrates you or disappoints me or disappoints you. It is, <laughs> it is hard. It is hard to practice that. And yet, if you're not intentional about it, if you don't take the energy and say, I am going to learn this. I hope something inconveniences me so I get to practice being grace-filled again. There's a crazy idea right there. I hope something inconveniences me hope someone cuts me off. I hope, my wife, I hope my wife forgets something or loses something or is late to something again or whatever it is right. so that I can be grace-filled, so that I can practice, so that the next 30 years of our marriage are much better than the first 30 years of our mm. marriage. That, to me, I think is time well spent and something that's worth working on. Yeah. And if I'm going to work on it, I would invite all the other couples, all the other husbands primarily, all the other wives out there to say, okay... Maybe we can all do this together. Let's yeah. do this as a group. And maybe we can get better and we can make marriages across the world better by this one one skill of becoming gracious and patient and kind. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would. So we can still go on a cruise.
0: We can. We have our passports. We do.
1: We can still prove that we're vaccinated and no, no more headache and paperwork.
0: Right. And if I looked in my purse, I would have seen a my all vaccination a, card.
1: Yes. Yeah, so... Thanks for being willing to share your story today, honey. Yeah. You feeling better since that several hours have passed since then? You doing okay?
0: Mostly. I'm exhausted now, though. Yeah, we're going to... afterward exhaustion. What's that called?
1: Post-exhaustion?
0: Post-trauma, post-traumatic exhaustion. <laughs>
1: post-traumatic exhaustion. We'll make up something there. <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And on today's episode, how to respond graciously to your spouse's mistakes.
0: All right. Welcome. Are you sure? Okay. How to respond respond graciously graciously to your spouse's
1: spouse's mistakes. mistakes. That's a mouthful of... How's that go? Okay. How to respond graciously Graciously to your spouse's spouse's mistakes. mistakes.